This, this is Bear Down Wednesday. 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 All right, welcome to the latest and greatest episode of Bear Down Wednesdays. I am your host, Jason Bell. You can find us on Twitter at BD Wednesdays. Also, if you got any questions or comments, please feel free to send an email to bdwednesdays at gmail.com. Of course, this is Bear Down Wednesdays, the number one supplemental Chicago Bears podcast in the world. On Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, uh, you know the drill. What is a supplemental podcast? A supplemental podcast is basically, it's a podcast you listen to in addition to a real podcast. And when I say real podcast, I mean like actual reporters, uh, with actual access to Chicago Bears, players, coaches, staff, legitimate journalists. I am none of those things. This is a supplemental. This is Wednesday. You come in in the middle of the week. You get Bear Down on Wednesdays, and it like it supplements that Bear knowledge that you have, and it gets you all the way to Thursday. But anyway, first thing we're going to do, we're going to talk about the Bears' most recent game, a thrilling, epic Preseason matchup with the Cincinnati Bengals. Bears. Bear Down Wednesdays. This is Bear Down Wednesdays. All right, so last Thursday, the Chicago Bears played an epic preseason game with the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals win 30-27, to some last-minute heroics from Jeff Driscoll of the Bengals. This is the perfect preseason game because you do not want to go 4-0. If you are an NFL team, the Chicago uh the Cleveland Browns, I'm sorry, they went 4-0 in the preseason last year, and look what happened to them. They went 0-16. Uh, the Bears in this matchup, they seemingly got dominated, and they still scored a ton of points, 27, which for me as a Bears fan, I consider that to be a ton of points, uh, pick six or not. And the Bears actually led this game with two minutes to go. Um, for as bad, quote-unquote, bad as they looked, they could have and should have won this game. Which, But, you know that's fantastic. And then it's a preseason game. You don't want to win preseason games because you'll get punished for winning preseason games. To me, the Bears offense is much friskier. Uh, it's much more creative and it is less predictable. These are all good things. The Bears are definitely going to be more fun to watch this season. For example, the end around uh, touchdown scored by Ayers. That's something I don't think Fox would have called or even had in his playbook. And uh, the Ryan Nall big run that he snapped off. Those are just two creative, different, unique big plays that the Bears haven't had in previous seasons. You still haven't seen what you've needed to see from Mitch Trubisky. Uh, He only had like two series. Uh, They were not very productive. They did not look very good or very crisp. Uh, But I will be very hyped to see how Mitch looks in the third or fourth uh, preseason game. I know know NFL teams, it's the third preseason game, like Dennis Green was saying, the third preseason game. But the Bears have like that extra game this year, so it's probably going to be their fourth game, the one after Denver. Um, I'm not really sure what to make of the Bengals in this game. Uh, heading into the season, I'm like, you know, they still have Andy Dalton. They still have Marvin Lewis. Do you really trust them? Do you really think that Dalton and Lewis are going to get you over, over the hump against the Steelers, over the hump against the Ravens? I don't really think so. Uh, it looks like Joe Mixon could be big, uh, talented player. It looks like he could get a lot of, a lot of carries, a lot of touches, a lot of receptions could be a big play, uh, you know, player for them. But uh, other than that, it looks like just a lot of the same. Like, how much does A.J. Green have in the tank? What do you think you're really going to get from Dalton and Lewis, especially in the AFC North? Now, the way the media reacted to this game, the Chicago Tribune absolutely killed Trubisky and the first-team offense. Uh, Mitch was 2-for-4 in this game for four yards. Probably not good enough numbers. 
Uh, but you know, the, in, in its fairness, the Tribune did mention that a ton of the starters and, uh, Trubisky's weapons were out of the game. So it's probably not the best time to really assess them as a finished product. Uh, Nagy was also holding out parts of the offense for the regular season. So it's a very, you don't have all your starters and you're running a very vanilla bland offense. Of course you look bad. Uh, the first team that played looked bad. They played two series. I think it's a total overreaction. Uh, this game was on August 9th. You know, two bad series with your big names out on August 9th isn't going to doom the season. I think they just need something to write and they're freaking out, but it's August 9th. Who cares? You know, now the Cincinnati Inquirer on the other side, they couldn't have been happier about the Bengals. They are thrilled with the Bengals' new offense. They had a new offensive coordinator. Apparently, their offense was a grease fire last year. Uh, in all fairness, the Bengals' first team did look dominant. They carried the first quarter. Uh, every time you turn around, it seemed like they had the ball and they were driving. Uh, they quote-unquote accounted for three touchdowns. However, they scored two TDs and they gave up a pick six. So for all their magnificent dominance, they were only up 14-7. to seven. Um, The Bengals, what they showed in the first quarter was probably what the Tribune was looking for from the Bears. Uh, but that that just didn't happen. Again, Dalton and Lewis, you know, that's what you that's what you're going into. That's your coach, that's your quarterback, you know, and that's what you're going to battle with against Pittsburgh and, and Baltimore. Um, so numbers from the game. Tyler Bray, Chicago Bears, 18 of 27, 219 yards, passing one interception. Ryan Nall, the running back, the rookie from Oregon State, nine carries, 95 yards. Of course, he had the big 69-yard run. Leading receiver for the Bears, Daniel Brown, the tight end, five catches, 90 yards. Meanwhile, for the Bengals, Jeff Driscoll, again with the uh, late-game heroics, 10 out of 15, 140 yards, one touchdown. Leading rusher uh, from the University of Illinois, Clayton, I'm going to butcher this, Fajetalem, one carry for 49 yards, big play for uh, for him. And then A.J. Green of the uh, Bengals was their leading receiver, two catches for 48 yards. So right now, I just gave you some stats from that game. We're going to go ahead and go inside the numbers. Inside the numbers. Numbers. Inside Inside. the numbers. All right, stop the presses, but here are some some numbers. Here are some stats. These are NFL preseason leaders, and it is 100% littered with Chicago Bears. I know what you're saying. The Bears have played two games. The Ravens have played two games. Everybody else has played one. Irrelevant. Doesn't matter. Leading passer in the NFL right now, Tom Brady? No. Tyler Bray, Chicago Bears, 400 yards passing. Get with that, TB12. Leading rusher in the NFL. Is it Shady McCoy? No. Kareem Hunt? No. It's Ryan Nall, Chicago Bears, 108 yards. That's what's up. Leading receiver in the NFL is Rock Thomas, the Minnesota Vikings. He slapped up 102 yards last week. Very impressive. Very impressive for Mr. Rock Thomas. But the leading tackler in the NFL right now, who is it? John Timu, Chicago Bears, 15 tackles. He's a monster. He's an absolute animal. That's what I'm talking about. Inside the numbers. All right, coming up, we're going to look at some news and some injuries and whatever. News and injuries and shit. News. Injuries. Shit. It's news and injuries and shit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that last part. All right, anyway, so big news for the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears and Roquan Smith agree to a deal on Monday. This man held out until August 13th. He's expected to make an instant impact despite missing all of training camp. Uh, Mel Kuyper Jr. says he has the talent to lead the NFL in tackles as a rookie. Uh, personally, I, I just want to know, you know, was it worth it? Um, apparently the whole thing got straightened out because there's new language in his contract. 
Roquan's money is mostly guaranteed. Uh, basically, some really weird shit is going to have to happen in order for him to you know, lose, lose his guaranteed money. The language is not as vague. The Bears had really vague language in the contract that could have been interpreted a lot of different ways. So Roquan held out, um, and they changed the language in the contract. That's great. We couldn't have done this three weeks ago. We couldn't have done this two weeks ago. Like We really had to wait until you know, they drafted him in April. Like they, they couldn't hammer this out in July. I don't know. Anyway, so here's the, here's the story. There's an article on Bleach Report talking about this and Roquan Smith saying that he really hasn't missed as much time as people have thought. The Bears training camp is actually extended because they played in that uh, Hall of Fame game. So in reality, he's only missed like one preseason game. Um, in reality, had he been there the whole time, he would have sat out against Baltimore and he would have played maybe one or two series against the Bengals. Um, and for what it's worth, he is in shape. He's been studying the playbook all all summer, and he does still have three preseason games to get those practice reps, get on the field, and uh, get acclimated to playing for the Bears. The real question about whether or not he'll be ready for week one is, will the Bears punish him and hold him out as like a punishment, or will they just give him the keys week one and say, all right, dude, go make plays? So that's what's going on with that. Uh, another piece of news, uh, big article from Bleach Report, Ryan Nall making a claim for a roster spot. leading the, That's NFL leading rusher Ryan Nall uh, trying to get on the roster. He is an undrafted free agent from Oregon State. Last year, a, a, a jack-of-all-trades, 800 yards rushing, 240 receiving. He counted for 10 total touchdowns for the, the football juggernaut that is the Beavers. Uh, the Bears Wire article that I got off of Bleach Report said that the Bears uh, signed Niall Davis because of a shoulder injury to Benning Cunningham, but that injury is actually going to provide more opportunity for Nall. Uh, Nall has a leg up on Taquan Mizell, or as I call him, Mizzle for shizzle. Uh, Mizell is a speed guy, whereas Ryan Nall is a big guy. He could step in if, uh, for example, Jordan Howard were to get banged up. He could step in and do a lot of things as, as well. He's a, he's a pass, pass receiving threat. He can break big runs. He's a big guy. He can run between the tackles. So keep an eye out for Ryan Nall and the Bears. Also, Allen Robinson will make his season debut against the Denver Broncos this Saturday. That is less than one year removed from tearing his ACL. He has a three-year, $42 million contract. Uh, this will be uh, his first test, or Allen Robinson, I'm sorry, says that his first test will be uh, taking on a live opponent. So the Bears are excited. Hey, what do you expect to see from Allen Robinson? What do I ex- expect to see? I expect to see like one series, maybe two. I expect to see him uh, put on his uniform and go through warmups. If he plays anything more than that, I think they're fucking crazy. It's a preseason game. It's not even the third preseason game. You know what I mean? Not the real third preseason game. Ah. Anyway, Bears Wire also has another article talking about Adam Shaheen saying that he is poised for a breakout season in his second season here. They're saying uh, he's basically forgotten about after the Bears got Trey Burton, that Trey Burton is going to be the end-all, be-all. They're acting like he's Gronk. But uh, Shaheen, you know, he's got the size and the skills. He had a big game against Cincinnati, three catches on three targets for 53 yards. Bears, man, they got all this depth at tight end. It's a freaking juggernaut. But uh, anyway, so that that's some news. That's what's up. Mitch Trubisky. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. All right, so Tom Brady, Mitchell Trubisky. Um, Tom Brady, he didn't play in the preseason, and I can't find any stuff on him from the preseason of 2002. Uh, there is a rumor that he may play against the Philadelphia Eagles on Thursday, Thursday being tomorrow. Uh, I'm recording this on Wednesday, Bear Down Wednesday. Uh, he may sit out due to the sore back because he is old. I'm not really trying to compare Mitch Trubisky now to Tom Brady now. I'm comparing Mitch Trubisky to 2002 Brady because that's his second year starting. I want to watch the trajectory. But uh, as far as Mitch, Mitch is concerned right now, he's getting slammed by critics. They're saying they look terrible. The first team looked terrible. 
my response would be, it's August, man. Let it breathe. You know what I'm saying? 85 Bears went one and three. The uh, the 2017 Browns went four and oh. You know what I mean? Just let it breathe. It's it's going to be a crescendo, a crescendo in that season opening contest. Let it go. Just let it go, man. Let it go. This week in 1985. 1985. This week in 1985. All right, so this to a fantastic record. The Bears, meanwhile, dropped to an 0-2 record in the preseason. The Bears' current record is 0-2 in the preseason. That's just one similarity I've noticed between the 85 Bears and the 18 Bears. Uh, again, you don't want to go 4-0 in the preseason. You can ask the Cleveland Browns about that last season. All right, anyway. Sneak peek. Coming up. What's next? We are going to wrap this up by doing a very quick sneak peek at the Chicago Bears' next game. The Bears play on Saturday, August 18th. Chicago Bears at Denver to play the Broncos at uh, Broncos Stadium at Mile High. That game kicks off 9.05 Eastern, 8.05 Central. Uh, an article on Bleacher Report. Who are the Bears to watch in this matchup? Okay, so first of all, obviously, Allen Robinson, the big free agent wide receiver. Uh, this is what to watch for. Just watch the way he's running and cutting and trying to get open and all that stuff. Uh, just make sure he doesn't get hurt. <laughs> make sure he gets through warmups and make sure he doesn't get hurt. That's all I'm looking for from Allen. Uh, another name they bring up is Kylie Fitz on the defensive line. He was uh, very hyped, generated a lot of buzz, but uh, they said that he disappeared against the Bengals last week, that he rushed the passer more than any other player on the Bears, but didn't register any pressures. So people want to keep an eye on uh, Kylie Fitz and see if he can uh, ramp it up and uh, make the squad. And another name on that list is James Daniels, the offensive lineman from Iowa. Uh, still some questions about where exactly on the line he would fit in, but people expect him to eventually be a starter. So those are three guys to watch this weekend against the Denver Broncos. Now, as far as uh, the Broncos, the big paper out there is the Denver Post. A lot of talk about quarterback Chad Kelly from Ole Miss. Denver quarterback Chad Kelly getting a lot of love from the fans. Uh, last weekend, the Broncos played the Vikings Chad Kelly came in after halftime. Uh, Paxton Lynch was apparently a dud, and uh, the fans were clamoring for uh, Kelly to surpass Lynch as the backup. Of course, the Broncos' current starter is Case Keenum, formerly of the Minnesota Vikings, but uh, nothing says preseason football like fans getting wrapped up in the competition for second string. Uh, the Vikings won that game last week, 42-28, to so the Broncos lost. The, uh, the word... The word from the Denver Post is that the uh, Broncos starters looked terrible in the Minnesota game, kind of like the Bears. Uh, Denver's defensive coordinator called for lots of pressure and lots of blitzes, and uh, the Broncos have good pass rushers, so apparently they still got that lights-out defense. Uh, rookie Bradley Chubb looked good. The defense looked good. Uh, there was a big article in there about John Elway and why does he stink at picking quarterbacks, and they said that Keenum looked like a journeyman and that Paxton Lynch was a flop. Of course, Keenum played one preseason game. They're already writing him off, but uh, whatever, man. It's August. That's when the Super Bowl is won, right? Uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week's edition of Bear Down Wednesdays. Again, I am your host, Jason Bell. If you got any questions or comments, look for us online. You can send an email, bdwednesdays at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at bdwednesdays. 
And uh, as always, bear down. All right, take it easy. Have a good one. Peace.